Welcome to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast with your hosts, Rob and Randy, who reveal the truth, the lies, and confusion about health so that you are no longer the victim to mainstream medical dogma and you are the hero to your own happy, healthy story. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Happy Healthy Life podcast with your host, Rob and Randy. What's up, guys? We're here to be able to shed light on the truth, the lies, the myths when it comes to health and healing, uh, metabolism experts, health and healing experts. We're here to be able to make sure that you guys know exactly what to do to be able to keep your track, your, your, your life, your mind, your body on track to always live your happiest, healthiest life. And today, We've got wow. a very special guest. You I cannot believe who we have in studio. Like this is like a dream for us. I am. This is not hyperbolic. I'm not sensationalizing the moment. We have the one and only Hannah Davis. Oh, oh I'll welcome! Hold, I'll hold for applause. <laughs> thank, thank you guys so much for having me. So I can tell you, I so when I first met Hannah Davis, you were, I believe, you were one of the main. You were the one of the main hosts at Good Morning Texas. Yep. And uh, Rob and I were there doing one of our weekly segments for Happy Healthy. We always loved having you guys come on. Oh, thank you. Well, now we, you've never said that before. This is just now coming. That is a lie. (laughs) Always, these guys, I mean, this energy that you see right now, this is literally what is 24 seven. So, but on on a serious note, like we, we walked in there and we just met you for the first time and I immediately fell in love with Hannah Davis, just your authenticity, your spirit, your kindness. And the way you just led the interview with us was just so real. And so, first off, thank you for being a real person. Oh, you're and, welcome. And now that we got you out of the studio and off camera, it's even more fun to get more real yes. today on this podcast. So, welcome, Happy Oak Studios. Thank you. Quick question: Am I yeah. uh, any rules like or any words? Are we like no, you, you can you can do say whatever you want. Okay. No, no. Watch I'll, out. Uh, I'll let my it, nephews it, not to listen to this okay. episode. <laughs> it's going to be real, guys. <laughs> yeah. and, and speaking about being real, and I think it's really scary too because. In in this world, in in the in the TV world, and us being on Good Morning Texas, when they let us know that um, there was going to be a new host coming in, we didn't know what to expect. Right? That's true. You never so know. You, you, you never know. And and what what I know, I appreciate. I know Randy did as well. Is that whenever we were there with you, you were so real, so authentic, always made us feel at at home. And so really, it was a pleasant surprise because we had no idea what was getting ready to happen. Yeah, you never know. Thank you for saying that. And I think that that's a lesson for anybody in life is um, to be present as much as possible. And especially in my world of television hosting communications, if you can make somebody feel seen and feel heard, that's the biggest gift you can give a human across the board. Mm. And we're just going to gas each other up here. You guys do the same thing with your clients. The amount that you're responsive, the fact that you're listening to them and giving them a better life. We do it in different ways, but that authenticity, that believing in what you're talking about and being present and seeing people, you can give that gift in so many ways. So mm. back at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you so Re- much for, say, for, Thank you. for saying that. And I know we're going to get into some really great topics today. Um, as always, we're going to talk about metabolism. We're yep. going to talk about how to be able to make sure that you're you're getting the, the, the most out of your health. Um, how to speed your metabolism up, some things to be able to do. But we're also going to even start talking about some topics like even uh, just just having more mental clarity. We're going to be talking about brain health and how important what it is that we do in helping people with their metabolism can actually help you to be able to think more clearly, 
to um, be happier, to be more positive, to be more happy. Yes. And healthy. Yeah. So we're going to tie those things in, in, in together. But before we get to that, you know, Hannah, let us let the let the the viewers and the people who are listening to the podcast know a little bit more about you, other than the fact that we know that you're from Kansas, uh-huh. right? Very Went good. To very good. University of Kansas, right? Very good, okay. Rob. Ab- absolutely. Great barbecue. Uh, great I, basketball too. Great basketball. I actually think Texas is better at barbecue. I agree. And I say that Fun as a fact. Yeah. Good, good to know. But yeah. not, not better in basketball. No. No, you guys are football state. Yeah. yeah. And we're not even that good at that. At least not the University of Texas. Hook'em horns. Love you guys. True, <laughs> true story. So yeah, so 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 background. Um, you know, let us know a little bit how it is that you you ended up here in Dallas Fort Worth. Um, I came here for work. I was hired as a cub reporter at WFAA. I was covering Collin County specifically. And I was an MMJ. Most people don't know what that means. Do you guys know? I know. I know. What it means is you do everything for the same salary. So you shoot, <laughs> you write, you edit. I would be out at a Starbucks in Frisco frantically editing my story, sending it back for the five o'clock news. And then all of a sudden I'd get it there in the nick of time. And then I'd watch it on the TV at whatever coffee shop I was at. So I came here for that position. I'd done the same thing in Kansas. And then rose the ranks, moved to our morning show where I really specialized in human interest pieces. For me, um, news was such a blessing and it taught me the gift of communication and synthesizing information. My problem was it was problem focused where I want to be solution focused. So I created segments that focused on everyday heroes, celebrating local businesses, And then that eventually got me onto Good Morning Texas, where I got to work with you all and talk to celebrities and have fun. And so it was a nice evolution. And I'm grateful for every chapter. Okay. So let's, let's, I'm just curious now, just for my, just just because I'm curious, who is probably the most interesting person that you had a chance to interview? So I will see big names that people will be impressed by Tom Hanks. Wow. And he's everything that you want him to be. And that's one of those ones where you're nervous because if Tom Hanks is an ass or an ass to you, like I would think there was something wrong with me, not with him. And it would break my heart. Um, And he wasn't an ass. No, he was perfect. He was uh, engaging. He was brilliant. Um, He was fantastic. Who else? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff oh, Goldblum. Wow. Wow, and Jeff Goldblum. That was an exercise in surrender because you start to talk to him and you've got some questions like preset and you quickly realize that you're not going to talk about anything. This dude is a madman in the best way, Jack, <laughs> in the best way. And it's pure yeah. TV gold. But I would okay. say those two, like on the big name level, that, that would be up there. Okay. And so you said something, speaking even <laughs> about mental health, how did you keep yourself in those type of situations? Because I know whenever like we're on TV, I'm like, okay, don't screw this up. But how did you, how did you calm yourself down to be present with mm. the person that you're talking to? Well, I think that's what it is, is if I ever felt that anxiety or that nervousness starting to rise, my antidote to that was being present. If I'm looking in your eyes, if I am talking to you, If I'm really in this conversation, my nerves are gone. Uh, That can be tougher to do when you're doing a live shot and speaking straight to camera. But one of the things that you do is you just imagine that that camera that I'm talking to is a human. Mm. And you say at the end of the day, guys, this is what the story is about. But um, I think also just a very healthy ego. I felt like I 
belong to talking to Tom Hanks, whether that's oh, true man. or not. <laughs> well, you even said it, you, the whole, what you say, it was a, an exercise in surrender. Yeah. That is literally zero ego left. And this is not about it is me. What it is. It's about this person in front of me. And how do I just not get in the way of that, right? What I've always said when I get a compliment for any on-air work that I've done, and to me, this is, I'm doing communications coaching and media coaching with on-air personalities now. Yeah. One of my biggest critiques of on-air talent is that they want to be the star. Mm-hmm. Your job, when I'm a host, when I was the host of Good Morning Texas, a good host at a party is interesting, Right. But more than anything, they make the guest feel interesting even more. So you're not the star. When your guests look good, you look good. So it's not about you. It's about the other person. Mm. Okay. Well, you just said something. And I think that's also a good segue um, into what it is we really want to be talking about today. And that's, and that's health, right? Yes. Yes. So, so how does that, you know, how does that apply really to, to health or let us know, let the, let the viewers and the listeners know a little bit about your health journey, because mm-hmm. even when we met you, you were already into, into health, yes. right? So you're workout a, warrior. Yeah. yeah. For me, working out is, um, yes, it's fantastic for your health, for your body. It was a mental release for me. If I work out, I never regret a workout, right? You always feel better. I don't care how bad your day was. Um, And that worked for me. And I was able to kind of eat whatever I wanted for a long time. And then about a year and a half ago, that started to change. I would work out. I would do all the things. I was eating like I had been eating, which wasn't fantastic, but I was able to get away with it before. And then I started to see a change. I was gaining weight. I was adding inches. And what I didn't realize what it was, and this is where you guys hooked me when we had coffee after I left Good Morning Texas. I know what you're going to we say here too. Well, there's two, there's two things. <laughs> so make sure we get the second one out because you're not going to, to my answer. No, no. And, and my husband <laughs> wants to write your thank you note. We had another night of no snoring last night. But it was inflammation and the idea that inflammation, what it does to your body, not just on how you appear, puffy, bloated, carrying all that extra but the way that you feel. And then I've been doing all my research now. You guys have made me a nerd. All the different diseases, conditions, both physically and mentally, that the root cause is inflammatory diets, inflammation in your body. Wow. So that that's what got me. The second thing was they told me that they had a client that stopped snoring after doing this. Because it makes sense. Your body isn't inflamed. It's and, not constricted. And full disclosure, I don't think I've ever told you this before. I threw that out there because I had a feeling that, that you I, were a snorer. What? what I just had what, a, what was the feeling that I gave you that we I was were, a snorer? Because we had talked about like some of your nutritional strategies and some of the infl- uh, inflammatory yeah. markers. And I'm yeah. like, if she's this inflamed and yeah. this is really what she's eating, I know she's snoring. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like sawing logs, sawing logs. So threw so, it out there, the, threw the chum in the water, you took the bait. So, and, and, and out of that was... Let's do something about it. Like you said, let's still just talk about the problem. Let's talk about the solution. Yes. Identify the problem. Then let's focus on the solution. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So then, okay. So then talk. So, so what is it like then when you were feeling better, you're, you're, you're healthier, how does that actually affect what it is that you do on a day-to-day basis, even for, even, even for your job? Um, It was, so the first phase of, if you, 
if, and when, when you all do their program is it's five weeks. Um, and you guys, it does not take long to start to feel the changes. I mean, and you all know this, if you have one good night's sleep, if you eat one good meal that like encourages you to do something else, how did it change? What it made me more intentional because I'm planning my meals. I'm not just picking up something from here and there. And also the not snacking because you have during this phase, you have lunch and you have dinner. The not snacking for me, catch me so sharp mm. because you're letting whatever you're putting in your body and it's all good stuff run its course, do its thing. And I always have that, even if I eat the healthiest food, I, I kind of have this crash afterwards. So I naturally kind of intermittent fast, but it made me sharper. It made me happier. It made my mental health improve so much. And that was the thing that surprised me. And I was most fascinated by, besides the fact that I can wear really skimpy bikinis now, <laughs> And that's all I've done this summer. All right, we're getting, we're definitely getting into check it. check out my Instagram. Listen, hey, listen, if, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you gotta check this out. This is the most clothes Hannah Davis has worn all summer. All summer. Well, Real talk, true story. It is, but I'm gonna show you guys why. <laughs> so the reason why I wore these pants yeah. is because I'm gonna get rid of this. These used to be. That's like a good like three inches. Uh, I think it's like, it's closer to four. That, those are yes. gonna literally fall off you as you're walking. No, I was at a um coaching session with a client before this and I wore these because I was coming straight from there to here yeah. and I had to like tell them why my pants look like I'm wearing like my dad's slacks as like believe it or not these used to fit like two months ago which is scary so that's a great problem to have buying new clothes is always a great problem I told Randy that I'm, I told Randy I'm sending you guys the bill you know what? You're not the first person that said that. You know what? To get get in line, uh, yeah. we've got a lot of invoices. Yeah, we do. They, they're stacking no, up. We haven't filled one. Yet. I'm, I'm starting a class action. So, guys, if this has happened to you, reach out to me. We're getting our money's worth. Go ahead. <laughs> Can we go back and edit that? Well, you know, let's go back to what you were saying, even about um, even about the snacking, because I think that's really counterintuitive. I know there's people that are that are listening and watching right now that have been taught that you need to eat the six to eight small meals yeah. a day every single day in order to stoke your metabolism. And I know, Randy, you talk about this a lot, but it's completely counterintuitive, especially for those people that have always been taught then that A, breakfast is the most important meal of the day yeah. and you've got to start your day with breakfast. And if I don't start the day with breakfast, I'm going to be grumpy, grouchy, not have energy. My day is going to suck all the things, right? We've, we've heard that. And then after that, it's like, okay, then I got to have a snack. Then I, I'm going to have lunch. And then I got to have another snack and then lunch. And then I've got to eat something before I go to bed. Also that I can be able to make sure that a, I'm making my metabolism faster and um, B, so that I can have plenty of energy throughout the day. So what you're saying is that you are able to eat less times a day yep. and be more clear and have more energy. Yeah. And one thing that I was saying to Randy when I first started this, because I was checking in compulsively, I, if I do something, I want to be like the teacher's pet. Like, am I doing this right? I wasn't starving. And I thought I would be. And he goes, that means that you're doing it right. You're eating nutritious whole foods in the way that you're supposed to. So I never felt deprived. Um, and there is just this feeling of you're also, when you all do this, you'll understand you feel the process of digestion. You know, when you're done, you feel that it's cleared out. Like you don't have this kind of like ever present kind of sluggishness. It's 
I loved it. No, that's good feedback because you think about it. How insane is it that you think you would have to eat? Eating doesn't really give you energy. How do you feel after a Thanksgiving meal? Everybody's asleep. Yeah, Your body's have to use all the energy to digest the food. And half the time it's processed food. Yes. It's hyper palatable foods that aren't even real. Yeah. So feeding you nutrient dense, real bioavailable nutrition. Yes allows your body to use the resources that it has, not only to burn the food that you eat, and it can do it very efficiently, but also tap into stubborn body fat, yes. which is really the game changer with mental clarity, yes. metabolic flexibility, getting fat adapted, and really reversing metabolic syndrome where you're really insulin resistant. Yep. And so I think that explains a lot of it, but just really getting back to what our ancestors were really doing. Yes. And they weren't eating all day long. That's ridiculous. Eating six times a day. Yeah. Heck, if that made you skinny, why not eat 20 times a day? We'd all be thin. Right? I think the average in American eats 18 times a day. I believe it. Uh, and it's not like sitting down and having a meal. It's like, it's a bite of the cookie, yes. sip of the latte. It's your diet soda. It's chewing gum. Yes. It only takes about 30 to 40 calories to break a fast and secrete insulin. Yeah. Plus your snack bars, your protein bars, your shakes, your fruit, your breakfast, lunch, dinner. Oh my gosh. It adds all up and you've been eating all day long and insulin's out of control and you can't figure out why you can't lose weight, even on all the quote diet food. Well, and I think this answers one of the questions you were asking before is it's the intentionality because when you're eating, when you're snacking like that, mm -hmm. you may not realize what you're putting in your body. I had a bite of the cookie. I had a sip of the latte. <laughs> All these things add up and yeah. they change the way. Again, my big focus was, yes, I lost 19, now 21 pounds, but it was how I felt. And knowing that I could have the discipline, knowing that I could have the mental clarity, um, that was the biggest thing for me. That's cool. So you're down total 21 pounds yes. on the program. And you've been now keeping that off for how long? When did you finish when, the program? Oh God. When did I? I want to say, yeah, I want to say it was a month, maybe even more. Okay. And I've gone on vacations and here's the thing I want to talk about with you guys. Okay. So I've gone on vacations. I've maintained, but I went on this amazing trip to Colorado yeah. with my husband's family. They are the most fun people you have ever met. But we were drinking, we were eating, we were doing all the things. And my body was able to handle it. However, how I felt for the week after that mm -hmm. was fascinating. Like I was sitting there journaling and trying to almost be like a third party of this. Yeah. My anxiety spiked. Mm -hmm. My energy dipped. And it was the correlation was what I was putting in wow. my body. Now- the vacation weight, it came off as soon as I got back and got on the program. But for me, uh -huh. it was, oh, how is this doing for how I'm feeling? Mm. And to me, that was fascinating. That's huge because that can easily get glossed over or missed when you're in a day-to-day -day routine of just breaking all the metabolic laws of health. And you think it's normal. It's just normal. You and think that's how you naturally distance feel. Distance yourself from that, create a whole new metabolic profile. Yes. And then reintroduce a week of uh, debauchery. Yes. Uh, should we call it debauchery or how would you say it? It, in the, it, it uh... was debauchery. It was fun, but it was debauchery. Yes. <laughs> it was healthy, enjoyable debauchery, yes. but you were able to go like, okay, wow, I can see how my body responds with yes. that. Where a lot of times people aren't connecting the dots with their lifestyle yep. and how that's affecting their overall health. Yeah. And they think the only thing they can do is just wait to get sick, yeah. go to a doctor, 
mask it with the drug, yeah. not even c- connecting the metabolic dots of what they're doing to themselves and how that's affecting their overall health, not just physically, but mentally. Yeah. Well, and, absolutely. And, I, and I think a lot of that happens because people really just don't have an awareness, right? Correct. You're living your life every single day and you're doing what everybody else is doing Yeah. and you have no idea how that's affecting you. The next thing you know, you've got whatever symptom and you're like, why in the world do I have a headache right now? Well, yeah. there's a thousand things that you've done wrong that would have caused that. So now you, would you say you had an awareness of it? You've been journaling everything through the program and writing down what you were doing and creating these new habits on a daily basis. Yes. And that's one thing that is really key with what they do is there's a journal that you fill out every single day. Uh, You talk about what you've eaten. Did you make your goal? Did you not? And again, I was like OCD about this. I was not going to mess up. But you also are writing how you feel or any observations that you have. And you become aware of it because you don't realize what your baseline is. Like they say, a fish doesn't realize they're in water until they're out of water. Mm. And that's what this program was for me. Because again, I was a generally healthy person. um, Or so I thought I was a fish that was taken out of water. Mm. And then all of a sudden you realize. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so something that happened then through the program is that we got, we got you to where your body was now burning fat for fuel. Yep. Okay. Instead of burning sugar or carbohydrates, yeah. which is called fat adaptation. Yes. Right. And so I know a lot of the, the listeners and viewers really don't know what that is and getting into fat True. burning. So, so Randy, just, just for just briefly, you know, talk about what it is that happened with Hannah mm-hmm. and why it is that she was able to go on vacation really not gain any weight, stay in fat adaptation, even though she may have felt crummy because of the food that was going in. I think I gained two pounds total. And this was an eight day vacation. There you go, which is is unheard of. And and then what about then when you started, when you got back and then you were, you know, more aware and intentional, what happened with that two pounds? Yeah, exactly. So I literally think it was 24 hours. Eight eight day food and drink vendor. Yes. Only two pounds. Yes. Come right back. You're back in your groove. Metabolism snaps right. Which back. doesn't happen with diets. No, because it, of not. I was, I was terrified to step on the yeah, scale. Exactly. Okay. And but because when I did, when I experience. when I did, I was like tapping and I was like, like "Is this thing real? <laughs> like, is this working? I'm not kidding." So, so what happened with you is it's interesting. So the, there's a new buzzword floating around called metabolic flexibility. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, your body has two sources of fuel that it can use. It can use sugar. Yep. Or it can use fat, yeah. um, but it's not going to use both at the same time. So flexibility means your body can go in and out of fat burning or bor- burn sugar, depending on what the metabolic needs are. And it can do that with ease. Yeah. What happens with most of us, and now the science is even showing this, is that over 92% of Americans are metabolically sick inflexible and yep. can no longer burn fat for fuel. Yeah. They become reliant and they become sugar burners. Yeah. Well, if you burn sugar... Guess what you do with fat? You keep it. You just store it and you can't tap into it. So I think one of the beauties of the program that we offer that you went through is we're able to create fat adaptation over a five-week period. And then through a three-week reset phase, completely solidify your new weight set point. You're getting a whole new metabolic profile and you've regained that metabolic flexibility that you probably had even two years ago. You definitely probably had it as a child. So think about that eight days you weren't really thinking about a lot of what you were eating. You were kind of having food you wouldn't normally eat, having yeah. a little more alcohol, but your metabolism 
was flexible. It yeah. was able to use sugar, fat, whatever it needed to navigate this. So I gave, I gave it everything. And, and you gave it hell. <laughs> you, you gave it everything you had. And it was able to go, you know what? Okay. I'm able to handle that much easier because before I can promise you, if you'd have gone on an eight day um, food wine bender without the metabolic flexibility, you would have got the 10 and you're like, holy crap. I starved myself for a month yeah. to lose those 10 pounds and I get it back in eight days. Yeah. This is bull crap. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to part one of our interview with Hannah Davis. If you'd like to connect with Hannah, go to the show notes where you can find all of her contact information. Also, if you'd like to learn how she lost the weight fast and is keeping it off, go to www.h2thinchallenge.com. We're having a free challenge. Yes, that's a free challenge that starts August the 28th when we're going to be giving you our best stuff and teaching you how to lose weight fast and keep it off. This is a live challenge and we'll be on there every day for four days giving you information on how to be able to lose the weight fast and keep it off. So go now to h2thinchallenge.com to join this free challenge. Thanks for listening to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast. If you enjoy the show, make sure to follow them on Instagram at the H2 Life or on YouTube and Facebook at The Happy Healthy Guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.